0: great day great day discovery house family this is dawn with you aka dawn of the day back with you with another episode of finding our way back on purpose tonight's episode is going to be titled digging deeper part two last week we dig deeper and we were talking about an iceberg that stuff that we can see like the titanic they can warn everybody with the things that they saw the iceberg they did see that But they forgot about the parts they couldn't see that was underneath the water. That is what drowned this ship. So tonight we want to talk about digging deeper part two. So we're gonna go a little bit more into that. But before I start any podcast off, I must say thank you to my supporters, my listeners. You guys are definitely rock stars and you are fertilizer to my soil, and I appreciate you. Now, without further ado, let me just read an excerpt of my book. It's talking about a young lady named Emery who cared more about the surface of herself than what she really was but on the inside she was screaming but let me not just spill the beans let me just read to you for a second everything starts within what she did not understand is that conceding to the debilitating nest in her family's tree created an internal culture that cosigned emery and others to dishonor her very essence and force her to sacrifice her ability to hear the echoes of her soul this caused her to grab hold to the belittling belief system that she and her family followed like a gps it caused her to guard herself in a way that kept her away from cultivating authentic relationships on the inside she was screaming the opposite of what she displayed she wanted to be loved, but because she was so far removed from the idea that could have ever happen for her, she counted herself out and continued to convince herself and others that she was okay without love. Now, Emory was very good at keeping anyone or anything that appeared functional at a safe distance, to the point that many of her colleagues that praised her openly also looked at her secretly as this self-consumed, cold-hearted person. It amazes me how much power we give our roots and how we systematically permit them to devalue our property simply because it seems easier to pretend like they are not there. I realize that people see what they want to see, and sometimes the pain that accompanies authenticity and true freedom can at times be mistaken as unhealthy. However, to get to a place of good health, we must touch the unhealthy spaces in our life. Emery was so used to fertilizing the roots of her wounds that she could no longer recognize that it was long overdue to not only cut the tree that was producing fruit that did not represent her call place, but also kill the roots so they didn't eventually grow back. Many people are living around us every day, as well as family members who have been Inducted into the secret society pretending to be okay when the truth is they're hemorrhaging. When someone is hemorrhaging internally we cannot see the damage that's going on on the inside. But immediately just like those roots something is always happening behind the scenes before it is revealed. Emery was losing in life because she didn't know that it is okay not to be okay. But it is not okay for us to stay that way. So I thought about Emory in my in my book. The Real Homecoming. The Real Homecoming is not a gathering of a family reunion or friends getting together that went to college. But it's coming home to yourself. And in this, Emory is a prime example of how she will allow, or we allow, the heirlooms in our families to predict our futures because we feel like we're disloyal if we denounce them. And then it's disheartening that you know people that you come in contact with every day and they have somehow convinced themselves of a lie to be comfortable in an abyss of nothingness. So we have reduced ourselves to the facade of looking okay, but not really being okay. Because oftentimes if you listen and talk to people, you can find out the true status. There's a revelation in the conversation. I believe that's why people don't talk anymore. And then we are caught off guard when we find out our friends or loved ones were depressed. Or or um, something catastrophic happened. Because there was a hemorrhage going on in someone's life and because we do not communicate we often miss it everything around us is causing us to be disconnected even disconnected to ourselves and just like that iceberg and the hemorrhaging you can't see the stuff that's going on on the inside but we are so superficial as people that we have trusted our own distorted thoughts and views as if you look like something than you are, instead of trying the substance. And oftentimes, when you try the substance, it's not even there. But because you looked apart, everyone is okay with that. But what is looking apart? We have this society going around that people are so secretly sick. And the aroma that's carried on their very being. Is to recruit people that keep them there. Because they are all dealing with the same ailment. I don't know about you. But I want people to rebuke me. I want to be able to rebuke myself. And I also want to be around people. That I don't have to hide. I don't know how to do that. Um, But at the end of the day. It is about us. Really coming to the truth of who we are. And who we are not. Those are choices. Those are the most rewarding choices that we could ever make. But again, it's about our perspective. If we feel like that our ingredient that we brought to the world is not purposeful, then we won't cultivate it. We'll dismask it. We'll put on so many colors to the point we can't even see ourselves but we're requiring others to see us and that doesn't make sense. Now, I am far from a mathematician, but those numbers don't go together. Yet we continue on thinking that we're gonna get a different result because we refuse to change our mind. And when you change your mind, your perspective changes, and the way you see things change. But oftentimes our words and our movement are not married. They're confusing to others and to ourselves yet we continue on this journey of doing that and then we end up frustrated I don't know about you but I do understand that anything that's been passed down whether it's through my family or it's been through connections that dishonor who I am as a person or the ingredient that I have been called to bring to this earth I have to cut it at the root because it is my responsibility not to water roots, especially the ones that destroy your life. And oftentimes we cosign on roots destroying our lives because we've been so used to the, the dysfunction that when functional things come to us, we refuse it. We refuse it for so many reasons, not really understanding how we're shortening our future, the future that we decided that we wanted because we won't do that work we won't even be around people that truly hold us accountable and then the question is do people really know what accountability is because we've dressed it up so much that it's far from what it was originally made for and so it's hard for people to attain it because our definitions have changed and if the majority feels one way then oftentimes they rule so when you go against the grain you look like the black sheep. But it's in that area or what have you that the majority will not agree because it makes them uncomfortable. And change is uncomfortable but it is needed because in order for you to get to that place where you're not stretching yourself thin to be something that you was never created to be we will rather go through life like that than doing the work. And cultivating the ground and the ingredient that God placed in us to do a work in this earth. And the only way we can know that it's purposeful of why we're here. Is that we have to cultivate it. We have to water it. We have to lean away from being afraid to look at the truth of us. Even if we got far away from our path. The blessing is every day we get up in the morning. We get an opportunity to do this thing over again. Every year we get another birthday. That is another opportunity for us to make changes in our life. Oftentimes, when, if we think about it, I know I do, there are so many unearthed gifts in the cemetery. And we talk about it, we know about it. Because people are reaching for things that other people said, this is the definition of it. But it was never a definition I agreed with the ingredient of them. And so now these gifts and these talents and this wisdom is in the ground. And we want to leave here empty. That is all of our charge, to leave here empty. That means every part of us needs to be emptied out into the earth. So then when we leave this earth, we can leave empty. But in order for that to happen, we have to dig deeper. We have to not be afraid to go there. I'm ready to go there. I am actually there. Looking at myself in the rawest form, but in the purest form. Embracing my uniqueness. Embracing my morality. Embracing the flawed me. Working on those things to better me but the only way I can go there is I got to go to the basement of my life with the broom and do this work I got to go into the basement and find that shovel so I can go into the yard of my life and start tilling my ground, cultivating it so that whatever grows from my ground is healthy It's whole. It's strong. It's solid. Discovery is a beautiful thing. I think we look at it as taboo because when we are discovering things, we often discover some things that are not nice. But it's through those spaces that we get better. So I'm always trying to find a rock with a rose growing out of it. Because it can. It's about how we look at it i tell you again, perspective is a life preserver. So your homework today, or for this week, is think about some things that you might see in your family or in your connections with people. Do they really complement who you are? And what is going on in your appetite that want to gravitate to things that don't complement who you are? lot of strong questions but you gotta be honest and if your answers are not something that you would ideally think about doing for yourself then make some adjustments do the work because it's in the work that the ingredient of you is cultivated in the most purest way there's people waiting on you outside, beloved. Outside of yourself. There's people needing the story that you have to tell. There's so many storytellers that are silent now. And it's through our stories that help catapult people to their necks. It's like it lays pavements on dirty roads so people can get through the shrubbery of life. But if your story is locked in you, Who can be free? Our life is a testimony. Go into the basement of your life. Find those shovels and go into the yard and cultivate your ground. Your property, who you are as a person, depends on it. I appreciate you following and liking and sharing. Please visit my Instagram and my Facebook for more love like this like and share. I'll talk to you guys next week on Attentional Tuesday. You guys be blessed. Don't forget, let's do the work. I believe in you. Good night.